This is Cooper's Truth with Brad Cooper from Cooper Financial Investments. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Brad Cooper provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Cooper's Truth with Brad Cooper. Hello and welcome back to Cooper's Truth. My name is Aaron Nip from Cooper Financial Investments, LLC. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, give us a call at 888-390-5277 or visit us online at www.cooperfinancial.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page to check out past shows and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. Since the coronavirus has upended all of our lives, both personally and professionally, one of the biggest topics of conversation has been working from home. While working from home was becoming increasingly common before the pandemic, the virus has forced many people to turn their kitchen tables into desks for the first time in their careers. And while working from home has given the word and while working from home has given the world plenty of hilarious TikTok videos and memes over the last several months, it's not exactly funny, to you anyway, when you have a big Zoom meeting and your dogs won't start barking, or one of the kids barges into the room and demands mac and cheese while your coworkers are watching. But outside of funny webcam disasters, the fact is the biggest challenge with working from home is avoiding procrastination. I recently read a Forbes article, Working Remote and 10 Things You Could Do to Prevent Procrastination, that has some really good common sense solutions. The article cites an IBM study in which 54% of those who responded said they prefer to permanently work from home even after the pandemic has been brought under control, and 75% of respondents indicated they'd like the option to continue working from home at least part-time. It's clear the world of work is changing quickly. That said, employers certainly have the right to expect their staffers to continue producing quality work on deadline, even when working from home. A great place to start is to use the same place in your home to do most of your work. It's great if you have a home office, but if you don't, you could designate the kitchen table as your workspace. It may sound like a small thing, but it can be tremendously helpful to know that when you go to the space, it's time to really buckle down and crank out some quality work. When you're in your workspace, you should build some mental boundaries while you're in your workspace so that you don't constantly peek at the fridge with its leftover Chinese food. And when it comes to dirty dishes, laundry, or errands, you should focus on completing those tasks outside of work hours, just as if you would if you were in the office. Added up, these small but important steps will help you keep your mind focused on your work. Small but measurable steps is a simple way to keep yourself motivated and on deadline. Let's say you're new to working from home and you have a major project to complete. It may be beneficial to look at the project in stages rather than in totality. Focus on stage one of the project and once that's complete, move on to the stage two. From there, it's on to stage three. 
This may seem like an obvious thing, but if you do it consistently, you may just find that big projects and rapidly approaching deadlines don't seem so overwhelming. You should also focus on not being too hard on yourself, which is something I think is really important. As the article explains, getting down on yourself when you procrastinate doesn't do much good. The better course of action is to forgive yourself, identify why you're procrastinating, and then simply move on. With that, anyone working from home would be wise to ease up on the perfectionism. I get it, we all want to do a good job and be recognized as a valuable part of the team, but there's a chance that your need to be perfect with every task is actually having the opposite effect. As Forbes notes, constantly striving for perfection can lead you to set unrealistic goals and nearly impossible targets and deadlines, all of which increase the chances you'll procrastinate for fear of failure the better strategy is to set goals and deadlines that will push you to produce quality work while also being realistic and obtainable. Another key piece of advice is not to forget the value of the first draft is often in shaping your next ideas. As you go back and look at the first draft, your brain may kick into a higher gear as it identifies ways to reshape the ideas in your draft. In fact, subsequent drafts may be completely different than the first one. But that's okay, because the first draft has inspired where the project is going. Don't worry about how the first draft looks. It's not about right or wrong. It's about getting your ideas down and giving yourself a positive push. Another thing you should consider is that little voice in our heads that's always hitting us with negativity. I'm sure many of our listeners know the voice I'm talking about. It's the one that tells us this has to be perfect, or I have to get that promotion or I'm a failure. Or, if there's even a minor mistake in this draft, my career is over. What if that voice instead said things like, What if that voice instead said things like, I get to work on this cool project. Or, I've done this work before, so I know I can do it this time. Or, I have an important perspective that's going to make this project better. To some degree, it's simply human nature to let our minds wander towards the worst case scenario. But we could absolutely train ourselves to not fall for it. Believe in yourself, and perhaps even more importantly, believe in the body of work you've already created. Whether you're working at your desk in the office or at the kitchen table, you have your job because you bring something valuable to the company. Don't forget that. The next slice of wisdom is to simply avoid calling yourself a procrastinator. Sounds simple, right? Maybe even a little too simple. But here's the theory behind it. If you call yourself a procrastinator, that's exactly what you'll become. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you're struggling to get motivated on a certain project, don't simply shrug your shoulders and tell yourself that you're a procrastinator and that's just the way it is. Take a deep breath, come up with a list of achievable steps, and get to work. The Forbes article next recommends something that I think will cause more than a few sets of ears to perk up, and that recommendation is reward yourself. Human beings are designed to avoid discomfort and to seek enjoyment. And that applies to our work too. With that in mind, it may be valuable to reward yourself after you've completed elements of a project or task. For example, let's say there's one piece of that Dairy Queen ice cream cake left and it has your name written all over it. Instead of immediately scurrying off to the fridge to gobble it down, why not tell yourself that the cake is all yours after you've completed the step one of whatever you're working on? Why not tell yourself that cake is all yours after you've completed step one of whatever you're working on? It may also be good to go through your list of tasks and label things that are essential and non-essential. 
That way you can better utilize your time by completing all of those must-dos before you worry about the things that are less important. I've always found that it's good to really focus on my projects that others are waiting on. For example, if I'm asked with fact-checking a brochure that can't go to the printer until I'm done, I give that a high priority because I know other people can't do their jobs until I've done mine. Ultimately, using the fact that other people are often relying on us to get our part of the job done so they can do their part of the job is a great motivator. I don't think any of us relish the idea of one of our colleagues having to stay late in the actual office or even their home office because we didn't come through in a timely manner. I hope today's episode gave you some new insights into how to effectively work from home. I'm Aaron Nip from Cooper Financial Investments, and you've been listening to Cooper's Truth. If you liked our show today, visit www.cooperfinancial.com and click on my radio page. Also, be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. And finally, if you want more information on what we discussed today, give us a call at 888-390-5277. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening to Cooper's Truth. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Brad Cooper at Cooper Financial Investments. Call 888-390-5277 or visit them online at cooperfinancial.com. Advisory services are offered by Cooper Financial Investments, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Arizona. Insurance products and services are offered through Cooper Financial Group, LLC, an affiliated company. Brad Cooper and Cooper Financial Investments are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.